Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in-store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm great. I am great, DJ. We're in the final week of the free season. Uh, we have some critical games at the end of the week. Not necessarily because the starters are playing, because we got a bunch of these French players that are playing for their careers and maybe their uh, opportunities to play on a roster. Who did Jags got uh, week three? Where were you headed? Atlanta Falcons on Saturday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Nah, on the road. Okay, Atlanta. That's an easy trip for you. Yeah, joint practices this week. Then we got the game on Saturday, so it should be fun. Nice. I'm headed to New Orleans. Chargers finish up down there. Um, so, by the way, one of the f- fun things, you, the dinners you go to when you're when you're working with these teams out on the road. Um, yeah. The last one we always do with the the TV guys as well. Um, so it'll be Fouts and uh, uh, it, he's he's hilarious, man. Like Noah Eagle, who is think about yes. this. Dan Fouts worked son, yeah. with with Ian Eagle, and then now he's working with his son Noah, who's an awesome guy, really talented dude, who does Clipper games as well. But uh, 
So we kind of all go out and then we just listen to Fouts tell stories, man. You can't, you can't beat it. That's be fun. That's be a surreal moment. That's be a surreal moment for you growing up a Chargers yeah. fan and doing all that. I can just tell you coming from, even though I grew up in North Carolina, watching them during that time with Eric Oriel and they were throwing the ball all over the yard and they had Chuck Bunce and they had all the wide receivers. Oh yeah, John Jefferson was my guy. Oh nice, JJ. Yeah. I'll go with West Chandler and West Chandler, these. Charlie Joyner. Uh, Charlie Joyner was my first position coach when I got to the National Football League. So I kind of feel you in that Chargers love. Yeah, I love it. Uh, anyway, so that's where we're headed uh, today on the show. want to talk something we haven't talked much about. We always talk about guys under pressure, and we think of rookies and young players and veterans kind of in a make-or-break year. Uh, Derek Carr would be an interesting conversation based mm-hmm. off of uh, comments over the weekend from Dana White. We'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the fact that we've got some play callers under some pressure this year is what I wanted to hit on today. Um, guys that maybe you're looking forward to seeing how they do um, as play callers, thinking offensive play caller, defensive play caller. Some of these guys are head coaches um, who I think have a lot of pressure on them. But I thought we could kind of just go bing, bang, bing uh, right after each other and kind of see who you think has a lot of pressure on them. I, I guess I'll start us off and I'll go to a team that was as impressive offensively as any in football last year. And that's the Dallas Cowboys mm. and, and what they were able to do and chuck it all over the lot. Dak had a huge year. Um, they didn't have the team success that they they ultimately desired there once they got into the postseason. Um, but this was an offense that, man, was so dynamic and so explosive. Now, they've got to bring in some young guys and get them up to speed on the offensive line. They had some departures out there at the wide receiver position, mainly Amari Cooper. Uh, that was a mm-hmm. big one. Um, so how are they going to kind of make this whole thing click? And can they repeat what they did last year with some different names um, while also juggling a backfield where you've got, you know, some faction in the organization is Zeke. Elliott faction, then you've got the Tony Pollard faction. I know what the fan base, you know, prefers, but that's a lot to juggle for Kellen Moore, who I think is a total stud, but I do think there's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, a lot of pressure on him. And there's some people that, despite all the success when it comes to the numbers from the Cowboys' offensive output, they would like to see a little more dynamic offense. Like you don't see a lot of motion and shifting, you don't see a lot of creativity. The production is there, but it's not one that wows people when they look at it. And so as Kellen Moore, maybe is angling for a head coaching job. And as Mike McCarthy is trying to keep his job on uh, at the helm of a team that many uh, want to see be a Super Bowl contender, I think the pressure is on Kellen Moore, but it's also on Mike McCarthy. So uh, I think Kellen Moore has to continue to keep uh, this ship heading in the right direction while still remembering how to take care of all the pieces of the puzzle. CeeDee Lamb has to get his, Dalton Schultz has to get his. You got to figure out what to do with Ezekiel Elliott. And then Tony Pollard looks ready to have a bigger role. So how does he blend that in? That's a lot to manage on top of making sure they don't have the situational errors that they had last season. No doubt. Uh, all right, fire away, Buck. Give me a, a coordinator or a play caller that you think has got a lot of pressure on him this year. Okay, let's say in the NFC East, and let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles, man, they're kind of the media darling right now. People are saying that this is their year to take over uh, the division. Well, I think Jonathan Gannon is under fire because he has to have this defense improve. This is a defense that has talent. But last year, they played really, really soft, a little more read and react, not really up the field and aggressive like Philadelphia defenses have been in the past for the past 30 years. And so can Jonathan Gannon get this defense to play at a high level, even though he approaches the game a little differently? The studs are there. I mean, you've seen it. Hassan Reddick comes over. They have James Bradbury to go with Darius Slate in the back end. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Uh, Jordan Davis, like they have players. Now it's about 
putting them in a scheme that works to their talents so they can dominate and choke people out in the NFC East. Yeah, it's it's one of those fascinating things where it's, you know, not sometimes not just good enough to win. Um, the, you know, it's like the Lakers, right? The Lakers, they're the Showtime Lakers. Like if they're grinding people out and playing that way, like the that's not really who that organization is and it's not what they're about and fans don't want to see that either. It's mm-hmm. kind of like this is what we've grown accustomed to. This is our style. This is who we are. Uh, we see it at the, in college football as well. I think that's one of the the challenges Nebraska's had, you know, and and their struggles over the last twenty plus years is because they played a certain brand of football forever, and there was a large group of people around the program that think that's that's what it has to be. This is what we are. This is who we are. It's got to look like this. I think to a lesser degree, the Philadelphia Eagles have been an attacking front up the field, go get them up in the top five in sacks every year, mm-hmm. um, and that's the way that they've played. And now last year, you didn't see that. Ben, don't break, um, you know, try and limit the big plays and a lot of a reading up front instead of attacking. And I think people are like, wait a second, that's not, that's not who we are. Um, so that's going to be uh, interesting to watch because they've got horses up front now. They, they, should be, uh, they should be much better getting after the quarterback. Absolutely should be much better getting after the quarterback. They have to get better at doing that. I understand Jonathan Gannon not wanting the ball to fly over the head, want to keep the ball in front, eliminate and reduce the big plays. But you have to threaten and challenge these quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are too good. They will pick you apart if you sit back and play conservatively. I want to see if you can ratchet it up a little bit. And also, I think that will uh, maybe make better uti- better utilization of the talent if he's a little more aggressive. All right. Well, let's go to one of his best friends, and that's Brandon Staley with the Chargers, who I see each and every week. Brandon Staley, obviously the head coach, but is in charge of the defense. A defense last year that was bad on third down, was bad against the run. Um, the numbers were, were brutal. So he does what anybody would want to do in the offseason when you don't like what you see. You overhaul the whole dang thing. Um, so you keep the stalwarts there. They just re-signed Derwin James. You still got Joey Bosa. I think Drew Tranquil is going to be a stud. Um, they've got key pieces there. But, man, they went out and get J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack. Um, they've made big-time moves. Kyle Van Noy comes over to help mm-hmm. give them some some uh, quality linebacker play. So they've made – they've made uh, some big time additions to this group, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, to kind of solidify that group against the run on the inside. Now you got to see the results. Um, you get a chance to kind of to cater this thing to to what your scheme is and and how you want to utilize guys. Okay, excuses are gone. It's go time now. This group's got to be much better on third down. They got to be much better against the run. Yeah, absolutely. They have to improve. They have to be much better. This team looks Super Bowl worthy. They look Super Bowl caliber. You look at this offense, I expect this offense to build up close to 30 points a game each and every week because you got a big-time quarterback, you got weapons on the outside. Defensively, the pieces are in place. You got two stud pass rushers in Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. You got your safety uh, signed, sealed, delivered, and ready to rock in Derwin James. You have J.C. Jackson who can cover and snuff out number one receivers. Uh, there are no excuses. So now it's about Brandon Staley being able to put his scheme in place and have the guys dominate to the level that they should dominate. If they do that, this is a team that could win the AFC West. Um, it'd be a challenge, but I think the expectation is that this defense will improve and will improve in a hurry. All right, let's get a couple more here. Fire away, Buck. Okay, I'm going to stay in the same division. And look, it, it's, it's tough to say that the play caller for a team that has won six straight division titles is under, under pressure. But Andy Reid has a little pressure that he's feeling. Mm-hmm. And that pressure is due to the fact that they allowed Tyreek Hill to walk out the building. Um, to outsiders, they would say that Tyreek Hill is a top five player at his position. He's a big play machine. He is someone that you have to account for. As the young people say, he's one of one. Yep. Andy Reid willingly let him go, traded him away, took the draft picks, and said that we'll rebuild this offense. 
So now everyone is looking at the Kansas City Chiefs to see how are they going to rebuild this offense without one of the more dynamic players that we see in the NFL game. And so for me, I think this will need to be Andy Reid's best coaching job since he first got to Kansas City and he was doing with Alex Smith and really some unheralded pieces on the outside. How he kind of moves it around and plays the shell game to me is fascinating and how well he does it will ultimately determine if the people are on his back for moving on from Tyreek Hill. I remember, uh, you know, when the kids were little, um, you'd send them to school, and sometimes you might give them uh, – it could be a sandwich, right? So mm-hmm. you, you peanut butter and jelly, you cut the thing in half. Um, so they've got two two things there. they got one half a sandwich, the other half. So that was the Kansas City Chiefs office. you got Tyreek Hill, half the sandwich, uh, and then you've got Travis Kelsey, the other half of the sandwich. Now I think the Chiefs are going with the lunchable approach. Uh, they got a lot of little <laughs> compartments here. You get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I, I don't think, you know, look, it's still going to go through Kelsey as the number one option. But outside of that, I think you diversify a lot of that stuff. And I think, you know, I, they're not going to be better. I mean, you can say, I've heard some people say, ah, oh, you know, now they'll just get the ball to the open man and then they're going to be better because they don't force the ball. No, you have great players, you force them the football. Everybody wants great players that they have mm-hmm. to force the football to. Um, so to me, I don't think it's going to look exactly the same. It might not be as dynamic, but this is the word that you would put in bold letters, efficiency. I think you see Patrick Mahomes have one of his more efficient seasons this year, and that's still going to score a ton of points. Uh, They are. I think it will be different. I think it will look differently, but I think it might be a more effective offense because it's so balanced. I think it's more of a ball control offense where uh, more nickel and diming, maybe not as many big plays as we've seen, but I think that might help Pat Mahomes evolve and grow as a quarterback so now rather than playing so much sandlot from the pocket he now has to stay on schedule and on script and because of that you might see a more efficient performance from this offense because he is playing on time and on schedule yep uh i, I agree with you i think it'll it'll all work out there i'm gonna go to the chicago bears of all places and i'm gonna go luke getsy uh yeah. their offensive coordinator bucket I don't know how they're going to pull it off, man. I I, I don't want to be <laughs> pessimistic. I like some of the pieces. David Montgomery's a really good back. I think Justin Fields, you know, is an extremely talented young quarterback. I like Darnell Mooney, good player. Um, you know, see how some of these other pieces kind of come together. But Buck, I, I just I don't up front, man, as a play caller, you do do it now. You're doing it. You're calling plays at the high school level. I know we're talking about the high school level versus the NFL. Mm-hmm. We played in the NFL. Uh, you've been on both sides of the ball. You've coached. When you don't have the horses up front, it makes your job hard, man. Hard. Because you, you kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't. Are we going to get everybody out and just tell Justin Fields as a young quarterback he's got to see it and get rid of it? Um, are we going to try and you know keep the, constantly moving the pocket, move the launch point so they can't zero in on you? Or are you going to keep everybody in and now we're looking at one and two man routes, which is not an easy way to play the position? Yeah, it's hard. It's harder when we're just one and two man routes. I like the scheme that they want to put in. We've talked about it. The Shanahan type scheme is perfect for young quarterbacks. If you and I were in the league and we're in charge, we could put it together. That's the scheme that you want. So I love that. I think the movement passing game, the bootleg passing game, the misdirection, play action passes, all this stuff is going to be terrific for Fields. I just don't know if he has enough around up front and on the outside. I will say this, Darnell Moody is going to be, man, he is. He's a good player. I mean, he's a really good player. I just don't know if they have enough on the outside. And then you talk about being up front. So my concern is, can Getsy build a protection package to keep Justin Fields from getting smoked each and every week? Because if he can, Fields has enough talent to make this offense respectable. 
I don't want to again. I, this is this sounds negative, but if they keep him upright and he trots out there 17 times this year, number one, I'll, I'll be pleasantly surprised and, and happy that we get a chance to see Justin Fields for 17 weeks. That might be a success. Take the wins and losses out of it. They they get 17 games out of Justin Fields to kind of evaluate him. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be fantastic. But man, it's going to be a challenge to keep trotting him out there just based off what's in front of him. Yeah, it absolutely is going to be a challenge. And so they have to get better. They have to see how they can figure it out up front. It's going to be really important. They moved Tevin Jenkins inside the guard. And for his first time playing there, he looked pretty good. But they got to get better. They got to make sure that the front line in front of Justin Fields is able to win and win consistently so that Justin Fields can do his deal from the pocket. All right. Uh, Give me another one here. Who do you got? P. Carmichael, New Orleans Saints. Um, Big shoes to fill in replacing Sean Payton. I know he was there on staff as the offense coordinator. He has called plays at time, but this is a different deal when I would say the offensive wizard is no longer available to help you on the sideline. So one of the things that we loved about the Saints is how they could challenge you schematically each and every week, how they can make these adjustments and really confound and confuse defensive coordinators. Well, now Sean Payton is gone. It falls to Pete Carmichael. He not only has to do that, but he has to do it with a quarterback who can be turnover prone, and he has to do it while also managing to keep all of the mouths, all of the playmakers happy on the outside. That is a tough task to manage, to out-scheme your opponent, make sure your quarterback is playing the right way, and keep Michael Thomas and Crystal Lobby and Jarvis Landry and Alvin Kamara all happy and satisfied. Good luck juggling that. And so that's why he has a ton of pressure on him, because this team – this team, in my estimation, should be the best team in the NFC South. But now you got to get this offense to play like it because the defense is going to be lights out. Can Pete Carmichael get this offense to play at a high level? I like that one. Um, you know, I, I was looking at some other offensive guys, and there's some intriguing names to kind of throw out there. But I want to go back to the defensive side of the ball. And look, look what we've seen in the preseason so far, you got to feel good about it. Um, but I always think if you're the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. you got pressure on you. And yeah. Mike McDonald is a young coach who they brought back from the University of Michigan. Um, you had an established coach uh, in Wink, in Wink Martindale. You decided to move on from him. Um, yeah. And this is a team that has been defensive dominant. I, don't, I know Lamar is dynamic and exciting and is an MVP, and, and there's a lot of things to feel good about offensively. That identity for the Baltimore Ravens always will be the defense. It goes back to the 2000 Super Bowl. Um, they They – they hang their hat on that buck and they hang their hat on being fast, um, creating a lot of pressure. They love to be exotic. It's not a Mm -hmm. standard static defense that you'll see in some of these other places. I love what I've seen so far in the preseason. People can say preseason is meaningless. I know, I know one thing I flipped on that game the other night and watched the Baltimore Ravens defense. They were flying around and they were smacking people and it looked like the Baltimore Ravens, but I still think whoever the coordinator is, there's going to have pressure. Uh, first year, Mike McDonald, young coordinator. I think he's got some pressure on him. Yeah, he does have some pressure on him because you're right. Everyone who has been the D coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens has found a way to get this defense to play at a high level. The expectation when it comes to Baltimore, Baltimore's success is synonymous with defensive dominance. And so Mike McDonald steps into that. Now, he has some great players to work with, and he has a a scheme that was very uh, intriguing and fascinating at the collegiate level. Can he get the teaching and can he get up to speed when it comes to the pro game? Look good in preseason. But the regular season is a completely different animal. Yeah, no doubt. All right, give me one more, and then uh, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Okay, one more. Let's go to Tampa Bay. Let's go to Byron Leftwich. And the reason we want to go there is because there's all this uh, conversation about Bruce Arians and whether he got along with Tom Brady and this offense and these things. Well, now 
remove Bruce Arians. And when Tom Brady comes back, it is Tom Brady and Brian Leftwich. And so how do you as a play caller continue to help an older player flourish? Now, he has his own ideas and how this game should play, and you want to entrust Tom Brady. But if Tom Brady hits a rough patch, what can you do to make the game easy for him? We haven't seen that from Tom Brady really in Tampa. But now when we do see it, we see it without Bruce Arians, who has a lot of experience calling plays, who has a lot of experience as a coach in this league. Can Brian Leftwich help Tom Brady navigate a rough patch if the offense do- doesn't perform like we expected to perform because he's always been so magnificent. Yeah. I'm also kind of curious, you know, I think you kind of had the good cop, bad cop, right? You had left, which mm-hmm. is the former player as kind of a confidant there for Brady. And they had a great relationship. And then you had Bruce Arians who maybe rubbed Brady the wrong way a little bit, yeah. uh, but would call him out publicly and, and can kind of be the bad cop. Even when you're talking about the most accomplished player in NFL history uh, in Brady, like, okay, you mentioned that rough patch, you know, I don't think Brady necessarily needs anybody to get on him like that, but that was a presence that's going to be gone uh, that they don't have anymore. So they've got to try and work through those things together uh, without kind of the good cop, bad cop routine that worked for them over the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's tough. It's tough dealing with an older player who's as accomplished as Tom Brady is. How do you have those one-on-one conversations? Cause you're right. Good cop, bad cop is different. Now you remove the bad cop. Then mm-hmm. by and left, which has to have some of those things. Like, hey Tom, man, you got to go. You got to stick with the progression. You can't mm-hmm. go on your own. Does he allow Tom Brady, does he cut him some slack, or is he able to hold him accountable for some of the missteps that he might have when he's playing the position? Yeah, that's uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, so anyways, there's uh, there's some play callers that we think are under a lot of pressure here as we head towards the uh, the start of the regular season. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. <laughs> Before we get out of here, Buck, I do want to hit this real quick. So we've got the uh, the AP Top uh, 25 came out the other day. Um, I just want to top five right now. You've got Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4, Notre Dame 5. Mm. Um so when you look at that group right there, if you had to hang your hat on it and say, I've, you know, this, this team will be in the playoff. If you had to say one of those, or how would you, how would you slot those? Maybe, the, maybe give me two teams of those five where you're like done deal. They'll be in. Cause I, I got mine. I feel fantastic about it. Well, I mean, I think the, the three that I, I absolutely believe will be in will be Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio state. I have, I have issues and concerns about Notre Dame. Okay. I worry about Notre Dame being able to um, to play with the big boys like that. And I love Marcus Freeman, but you have to remember, this is first year as a full-time head coach. Like, this is a different animal. So you step right into the frying pan for a team that has great expectations. Uh, I think it takes you a while to kind of learn how to navigate that and how to learn how to be a head coach. And so it won't necessarily be the talent, but I, I just worry about first-year head coach having – enough experience and foresight to be able to handle the tough things that happen in each season to be able to compete with the big boys when it comes down to getting into the postseason playoff. All right. So I'm going to go Alabama. I'd be flabbergasted if they're not in the playoff. This is one of the best defenses that we'll see. I know Georgia's last year was epic. I think this has got a chance to approach that with big time, Mm -hmm. big time players, including Two elite, elite edge rushers, the best player in the country, uh, and Will Anderson. So I think Alabama's there. 
I'm, you know, Ohio State is tempting for me, but I still think there's some hurdles that they have on their schedule, starting with Notre Dame. I mean, we can say you know, we'll learn that to those two teams square off early. So right away, we see Ohio State and Notre Dame figure out who that's going to, you know, wh- what that looks like. That is the that's the opener. That's on the third. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Alabama's in, and I'm actually going to say Clemson is the other one. I, th- I think people sleeping on Clemson. Clemson, when you go back and look at them and you watch some tape over the summer, their defensive front is loaded. They mm-hmm. lost to Georgia 10 to 3 last year. That, oh, that, no. that Georgia team. And mm-hmm. I think they, gosh, what they win 10 games, something like that. And it was a down year. The quarterback was terrible, played a bad year. DJ Uyungle. He's got no better. choice. They got a big time young back in uh Shipley. Um, and and I think there's something to that kind of I don't want to play the disrespect card or whatever, but they've got oh, they've been disrespected. They've they got dudes up front. They had one blip, and a blip for them was a 10-win season. It wasn't like they completely wet the bed and won three games. Yeah. Um, but I think, what, I think they're going to roll through the ACC. Is what they love, right? Is what you love is to have like a top five team, but to be viewed as an underdog. Yeah, like it gives Dabo the opportunity to just get up there and do his spiel and talk about no, hey, no one believes. L- L- little old Clemson, little, little old Clemson. Clemson. No one thinks that we can win. We're not any good. Yeah. We're not any good anymore. We're not with the big dogs. And so yeah. all they're able to do is just continue to stack wins, build confidence, and get back. And you're right when it comes to Clemson. And I'm going to say this, and I'm I'm biased. Man, keep an eye on the receiver, Bo Collins. Bo Collins is an L.A. kid. I've known him yeah. since he was little. He went to middle school with my, my son. He he started to play a little bit last year. Number 80 made some plays on the outside. I think DJ bounces back because I think things have kind of come together uh, personally for him. And I expect this team to go. And that running back, that I don't know if people have been paying attention. I that know, running back. Good. That running back McCaffrey, is nice. McCaffrey 2.0. Yeah, that running back is nice. And when they put him in the mix, it changes the game. Dude is talented. Yep. Uh, 100%. We're on the same page there. Um, all right. This has been a fun one. Quick one here. Uh, talking about some of these play callers under a lot of pressure. Uh, who we're buying in this uh, this college football season that's upcoming. We'll get a chance as these games get cranked up to uh, to give you some evaluations to some of these guys as well. Uh, always thinking about the draft uh, 24-7, 365. Um, all right, Buck. Anything else you want to get before we get out of here? Nah, that is it, man. It's always fun now, but you're right. DJ College. College is Ooh, coming. College we're here. Coming. Let's go. A little Ireland for a little uh, college football <laughs> this weekend. Let's go. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys hanging. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. a car a house even that little black party dress so why not rent the stuff you need for your home too the place to do it is errands choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love online or in store pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever but if life changes you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new rent what you need it's better at errands approval not guaranteed restrictions apply see store for details Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.
Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.